daily deep dive into everything Utah Jazz. It's time! All season long and even in the offseason, it's Jazz Daily with JJ and Alex on your exclusive home of Utah Jazz basketball. 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. We're not just sloppy with the ball, but we're sloppy with our execution, and it it leads to turnover. You know, we had a couple early in the game. I, mean, I think the ball hit Collins' foot like twice in the first three minutes, coming from one of our players, like a handoff that we get the ball batted out of our hands and goes off his foot. Like we're just being we're sloppy with our execution, which leads to us being sloppy with the ball. All right, round ball rock with the lyrics means, of course, we're talking jazz. The way nature intended it to be. <laughs> Is this how it was? Like when – by the way, we need to start writing lyrics to – I'm going to charge myself with that, all right? I'm going to come up with lyrics for all of the major – Do like the Monday sports. Night Football theme song and write a song oh, with lyrics? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I think yeah, we found our first uh, – Give me some of that. I think you've got experience. <laughs> I like it. You're hired. I will. I will absolutely. Look, I only have seven kids, so I've got plenty of time. <laughs> It'll be great. I, there will be a moment, though, where my wife goes, I'll have my laptop, and I'll be sitting in our bed, and she'll go, what do you got going on? The explanation I'll have to give her. I'm just working on some lyrics of some uh, sports theme songs. And then, <laughs> this is not count as a sports theme song. Rockin' Royal, Rockin' Navy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cody yeah. Epps' single. Did you have to buy this, by the way, for us to be able to play it? I was going to say. You didn't pay 99 cents on iTunes? If you had to charge the P card to this, we're... Somebody had a, a sample on Twitter, so. Uh, Fair weird. use. That's, I love how you're all... Jeremy's all... Jeremy doing the company thing. I pulled 38 seconds, which is the free amount that I was given online. 42 is, too much. This is, so, this, is, this is not great. How come your rise and shout sounds like Leon Redbone? <laughs> I'm trying to channel. Sounds like you're singing the uh, theme song okay. to Mr. Belvedere. Reach down to China, never met before. Okay. See? I'm trying to challenge that. I'm trying to channel there. Look, as a BYU alum, I can attest to the fact that there really is. The BYU faithful get made fun of for tunnel singing, right? It actually happens, though. And I will tell you, like I said, there's not a crowd in the United States. If there is, I haven't found it yet. You and I have been to many games across this fine land of ours. Lavelle Edwards Stadium and the Marriott Center are the only places where people will have a four-part harmony to the Star Spangled Banner. Am I wrong? <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> And so that is me channeling the guy from American Fork who shows up and goes, <laughs> You're supposed to right If you catch me on a good day, I'll probably, harmonize, I'll probably harmonize to that on a, on a bad day. Or you know a what, good day, whichever you, one you want. You know what Leon Redbone's real name is? <laughs> uh, it's like Craig Jones. <laughs> what is it? No. <laughs> what is it? It's Dick Rand Gabalian. <laughs> You can't say that on the radio. This is a family it's program. It's his name. Hold on. What was it? Dick Rangabalian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. Oh, I, I did not did. remember this. 
Is he still with us? No, he's not. <laughs> he can't be. He'd be he passed away in 2019 uh, at the age of 69. Oh, well, I would have thought he was 104. All right, moving right on. Let's hit the. Uh, let's hit the. <laughs> let's get to the cut. It's time for the biggest story of the day. This is what made the cut with JJ and Alex on 97.5 the KSL Sports Zone. Uh. I'm going to turn the AC on in here. That's getting a lot for you, JJ. <laughs> uh, hey, call up services. Let's see if we can get the AC turned on because that's how it works nowadays. I'm going to call in sick for work. <laughs> email somebody about turning the temperature down in here. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I hate doing talk radio sometimes because uh, – you got to work next to guys like JJ who don't make it very easy sometimes. <sighs> Sorry. See, there's going to be part. I'm going to get home. It'll be the one time my kids will go, what were you guys talking about at 515? Talking about Leon Redbone. <laughs> get out of here. Uh, Rise and shout. The Cougars are out. Yours is better. Got it. <laughs> got it. <clears throat> All right. Hey, after that game last night, we should be singing that song. I know. I did a rendition of uh, the Utah fight song that's no longer allowed to be played on the station, all right? Did they outlaw that? No, but I just know that I would get in trouble. You think so? That's That was that was a 2015 song, if I've ever heard one. I'd be in trouble now, probably. Uh, let me see here. I got us into the cut because I made sure that I just wanted to make sure we could get through that last part there. But <sighs> the Jazz last night. It was uh, it was something. They were favored in that game in Atlanta. Right? It was a rare they road. Were? Why? Yeah. Why? Because the Hawks aren't very good. Number one, Trey Young. Did he get? Did he end up getting his? Uh, did he end up getting hand surgery? He's out. He's out. Right. He was out. He did not play. He's out for a month. So I think that on paper, that looked like one that the Jazz could steal away from Atlanta. Uh, but watch out because the Jazz uh, wanted to prove everybody wrong, right? <laughs> so, Will Hardy, I mean, you heard it a little bit earlier, but here's what Will Hardy said about, I, I just love, I love what Coach Hardy says and calls out the people that need to be called out because it wasn't like one person. And that actually makes it easier because then you just take the whole group. And in this case, it was the entire group of starters that had problems yesterday. Have to do a much better job, everybody in the locker room, of our approach coming into these games. Like the game is not gonna just reveal itself to us. It's not gonna just happen. And I think I don't think this has been something that our team has done a lot, but I felt tonight we just sort of drifted into the game and the turnovers at a certain point we've got to take some individual accountability to just being really sloppy with the ball. I love that description. Because I do think that there are, when you're a pro's pro, when a group just understands, and obviously you have nights that are off sometimes, but those are so those nights are so fewer and further between when you are really good, right? When you're a pro, when you are, you know, when you're that 96-97 Bulls team, not to bring up, uh, you know, bad feelings, right? When you are the 2017 Golden State Warriors – you just do not – you don't just – as he put it, I, I love the description of it. That's drifting into the game. Like showing up and going, uh, let's get going here. 
Like, what did you practice? What have you talked about as a team? And it just felt like, and it wasn't just, it wasn't like, oh, we didn't have a lot of energy on the bench. The second unit came in and, boy, you saw their plus minus. It was terrible. It was like, no, the starters were not good. And what did he say? Did he call them that group of five people? Yeah, that group <laughs> of five like, people. He made it sound like they're anonymous, like strangers on the street. And uh, that group of uh, five people over there didn't know how to play an NBA basketball. Hey, coach, what are their names? Can you tell uh, us their names? Is got, that where we're at right now after the trade deadline? Got that one guy. Yeah, and you know, and, and here's the thing is like that's the disappointment that he had. He's like, I'm not going to say one guy. It was all of you. And I, and I require people to show up and be playing harder. And, you know, a guy like – a, a guy like, because uh, I think we heard from earlier in the show, didn't we hear from uh, Colin Sexton? It was like, ah, oh, it was bad. And then you have Keontae George who said this about the team needing to be more focused. That's the part of drifting into a game and not, right? Easy answer. We got to start fast. We got to um, have intention, think about the game before we get to the arena. We got to be locked in the whole day. I think it, I think that's where it starts. I think it starts to shoot around. We have a good shoot around things good things will carry over so i think um we just got to continue to you know buy into what we want to do offensively and divisively um you know because i think what we're doing is is, is great so um we just got to continue to figure it out and you know when we when we see good things happen we got to make sure they carry over to the next game apologies to everybody in their car who had to adjust their base momentarily <laughs> just got the subwoofer <laughs> blowing out uh yeah, it was it was definitely it was definitely just one of those games when you look back now and I think that you're just going to get I don't know. You've you've convinced me JJ like hey, there are going to be these losses along the way and you're going to see a lot more of them. And this is going to be a bad team kind of throughout the rest of the year as they try to figure things out. Because you can't be a great team when not just disrupting chemistry, but also you go we're trying to do something here. We're trying to develop these guys. It takes a lot longer than just a couple moments here and there. And when your starters are the ones you're having a hard time with, then you're darn sure that the bench is not going to be ready for a game like that either. I'll say Colin Sexton was great. He was he was back home. He's from Marietta, Georgia, just outside of Atlanta. He was really good last night, 22 points, six steals. Like That's he a was guy who playing, shows up. That's like, – he, that was a, he played like he was a dog last night. That's that in the Will most Hardy. Positive way I can say. Yes, that's the Will Hardy. Like uh, we require guys to show up and play at a different level. He was doing it. You're right. But overall, the team was terrible. The turnovers: seven, ten, twelve turnovers among the starting five, as Will Hardy's alluding to. Uh, they're just not playing good basketball as a team right now. There was moments in that game last night where guys were almost running into each other, like the spacing was terrible just kind of discombobulated and out of sync. And I think that's what you can expect from a team that had some key players traded at the deadline and also a team that's got a new starting lineup that it hasn't played with the entire season. And you're playing younger players. You're playing rookies that are still learning the nuances of the offense, still learning how to play NBA basketball. You combine all those things together and you get what you had last night, which is a team that played terribly after traveling two time zones in game 59 in a season that they don't really know what they're playing for at this point. It's really hard, I think, for this team right now, for everybody on that team to be like, okay, what is my motivation night in and night out? Now, I'm not cha- I'm not saying that those guys don't have their motivation, but you got to find it in a different place because when you're playing for a uh, – fighting for your playoff lives or whatever that might be, or what is your purpose? What is your point? And to Will Hardy's point, 
if you don't have that coming straight out of the gate in a game like that, with an Atlanta team who is fighting for something, they're mm-hmm. fighting to hold on to that play-in spot. Are they're they fighting the tenth, to get better. Are they in the 10th spot tenth in the East? In the yeah. East. Despite having a worse record than the Jazz by a half game, they are in position to make the playoffs or at least make the play-in game to get into the playoffs. And they're, and Trey Young is out right now, and so you got a lot of guys that I think that were hungry to step into a new role and step up. And you saw that play out last night where you saw somebody uh, like Jalen Johnson go out there and have a 22-point, 13-rebound game, six assists, shot two of four from three. And it, it, it was an opportunity for some guys to step up for Atlanta. So I, I think you see that in this point in the season, this is what's going to happen, unfortunately. Now, they're on the trip now. I think there's some pride that's going to kick in. I think they'll play better against Orlando. The only problem is Orlando's a really good basketball team. And Orlando is playing really well. And that's going to be really tough to go in that building and win. The Magic already came here to Salt Lake City and won. So this team is going to struggle the rest of the year. I I think this is what you're going to have to get used to. And it's part of the painful process of a rebuild. Is you're going to have these moments late in the season. We had this last year. You got, I mean, once the trade deadline happened, Mike Conley's gone. You're like, oh, oh, I see what's happening here. Mm. They got to shed salary. They're, they're, gathering picks for the future. This is about the future. The future is not now for this club. That's really hard from a patient standpoint as a fan to accept, but I think we all understand what's going on here, and we we all get it. But it's not any easier to go through the process of knowing, man, the Jazz probably don't have a good chance to win tonight. That kind of stinks. I mean, they're 9-21 and 21 away from home this year. Did, did uh, Ben Carroll hadn't, wasn't even playing last night, right? And he's questionable for tomorrow night. Uh, plus the two guys who I can't stand the most in this league, the Wagner brothers. Ooh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Why do you hate the Wagner uh, brothers? Because I think last night they bought, they combined for like 40 points because Ben Carroll didn't play. Well, you didn't answer my question. <laughs> Why do you hate the Wagner brothers? I'm going to start calling them Wagner from That's now on. That's weird hate. You know, Franz... Wagner was a good is a good basketball player. Franz Wagner. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just no, it's because I like him. Is that is it, it's because it's fun to have Wagner's on your team, multiple Wagner's. All right. Plus, listen, and somebody who I've never hated, I like Markel Fultz. I don't look. This is the, the Magic, and I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's a playoff basketball team, right? Yes. They're, they're 33 and 26 this year. They're, oh, yeah. They're so they're in what are prime they, the, position. The sixth or seventh seed there in the East? They're, they're fine. Yeah, well, that they kind are, of record, you're like the second best team. They're, in the East. They're, they're battling for that sixth spot, that yeah. sure spot in the playoffs. They're at seventh. The Sixers yeah. have fallen all the way to sixth in the East without that weird? Joel Embiid. Well, it's, it, the, the top of the East is pretty good. And we saw that last <laughs> night with the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's a good basketball team. So right. the East is kind of quasi interesting, and the Heat have bounced back up into the top five. You know what I've always wanted to be is uh, quasi-interesting. Quasi. Did I use that word? I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I love Are it. Are we going to add that to the list of words? No, we, no, 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 no. No, that one we need more. I, I, I can't. I have to say convey during this segment as well because that's what this is all about. It's got to be in context. To convey or not to convey, <laughs> that is the question. Oh, my gosh. I, again, try to explain conveying a pick to a 15-year-old. That's what I'm trying to do is like really – trying to help my 13- and 15-year-olds, like when we're talking about jazz, when we're talking about – and then you start going in there and being like, well, what you want to do this year is con- 
is you need to convey that pick. And, and then they're like, why? Well, this isn't a very strong draft. And then they're like, well, why? Well, you don't know. There's a lot of, there's aren't very good players coming out of this draft. And they're like, why not? And then you're like, I don't have any answers for you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and Danny Ainge's in the background going, yeah, yeah, it's a bad draft. You just scream at, a, at your kids. No more questions. <laughs> Shut up. We're conveying the pick because they can't gel. Gosh, dang it. All right, we'll take – actually, they got to win more to convey that pick. Please, start winning more. Danny Ainge and Justin Zanuck, you pull the masks <laughs> off. And... Uh, we would have got away with this rebuild if it wasn't for those meddling yeah. kids. We would have conveyed the pick, too, if it wasn't for these darn Kiri kids. All right, we'll come back. We've got more to go around the corner. We've got – it's a win ticket Wednesday, and we're going to do it right now. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, call on number 12, if you're listening to the program right now, Gets tickets to, that's right, Santana, Utah First Credit Union Amphitheater on August 21st. This summer, boy, that's a, and I live on what, where this is in the basketball, in the, fo- or excuse me, in the football world. That's a week away from football season starting officially, all right? So you can go one week to watch Santana, and then the next week, football season starts up. There you go. 801 575 Zone. That's 801 575 Zone. 801 575 9663. You get a pair of tickets to Santana at Utah First Credit Union Amphitheater on August 21st. Okay, we'll take a break. We've got more to go around the corner. We will have our NFL Blitz. Hey, Zach Wilson's in the news. Great news for him. Hopefully great news for his career. More to go right here. 97.5 DKSL Sports Zone. All the latest news and notes from the league and the locals in the NFL. JJ and Alex bring you the NFL Blitz Ah! on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. We where we are exactly. We've given we've given them permission um, to talk to other teams about a trade. I'm going to circle back with Brian at some point, either this week or next week, just to see how those conversations go. Other than that. There's, there's nothing else to report. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We got... <laughs> Listen. This is twice today. Was that Joe? Was that Joe? Uh, was that your guy, Joe Douglas? I say your guy because you're a big Jets guy, right? Jeremy, come on. I was on the season ticket call list. I know. We, you know what? <laughs> My favorite was is that you kept getting the calls from the season ticket people. Hi, it's it's Suzanne again from the Jets season ticket office. And how are you, Jeremy? I just you're wanted like, to <laughs> see how it was going. What they could give me. <laughs> oh, glad to know. it blew up. It blew up in our faces. You would you would have done it if Aaron Rodgers would have called. Oh, now hold on a minute. That's your next plan. The problem was is that becoming Jet season ticket holders financially didn't work out for anybody. <laughs> like flying out. What was it I was going to try to do? It was like two, three games a year, and then sell the rest. But we looked at it and people were not. You showed it. You were like. uh... Resale tickets on those uh, Jets tickets are not great. That was because this is all pre Aaron Rodgers. It would have been a losing endeavor. Yes. Speaking of which, the Jets. Shocking. Something to involved be. with the Jets. A losing <laughs> endeavor. Oh, wow. My gosh. I'm telling you. The NFL Blitz, by the way, 
I'm just mentioning this because uh, it says it right here on the paper in front of us. But self promotion is always good. Join us on Friday. JJ and Alex is going to be on the road for the ninth annual Salt Lake Off Road and Outdoor Expo at Mountain America Mountain America Expo Center Sunday. <laughs> Check out the cool stuff there and get great deals uh, while getting in some of the off road and. Uh, gear that they have there i'm telling you you got to go check it out you know what the best part is but kids 12 and under are free boom uh if you want to get tickets slorex.com no that's not the uh that is a that is what they're calling it the lorex no no slorex so what it is salt lake off-road and outdoor expo slorex Slorex slorex.com s-l-o-r-e-x s-l-o-r-e-x.com Got it. Okay. Looking forward to Friday. We'll be there. Uh, yeah, this is the kind of stuff where you're like, I did want to get myself a Jeep that crawled up walls. I need that. <laughs> I was thinking about this. Hey, honey. Who doesn't want that? Terraflex. Have you heard of it? All right. Uh, Zach Wilson, as you just heard from uh, from the GM of the Losing Endeavor New York Jets, Joe Douglas is not, I mean, look. The guy has already said a bunch of bad stuff about Zach Wilson, but now says, oh, you know what? He's able to go out there and seek a trade. Compensation looks like probably a day three pick, which is what? Six, seven? Four through seven. Four through seven? All right. Free Zach Wilson. Yeah. Now, I do think that, I, I don't know, you tell me. Is Zach Wilson... Going to get picked up by a team who's going to give him another shot as a backup, yeah. or as somebody who they'll throw into the into the mix and just say, "Hey, our team's really bad." But that, if you're Zach Wilson, that's not the situation you want to be in. What's the perfect situation for Zach Wilson right now, Jeremiah? Go to a contender with a well-experienced head coach who has a lot of success developing and working with quarterbacks. So, Sean Payton in Denver, Andy Reid in Kansas City, Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco, Jim Harbaugh in San Diego, or should I say San Diego? <laughs> Stop. That's just a few. Yeah. There's more. There's others in the league. Uh, how about in Green Bay? Okay. Uh, let me see here. Who just- was their ba- Who was Jordan Love's backup this last year? Do we know? Ooh. It's tough being a tough being a backup these days. Uh, Clifford, the old uh, no, Penn State quarterback, the one that oh yeah, the one that beat uh, yep. the Utes in the uh, no, you got it in the in the Rose Bowl in the Rose Bowl right two years ago yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a what about Los Broncos? Yes, yeah, Sean Payton, Denver. That's a good match. Yeah, and. You need a quarterback guy, though. You don't want a Robert Sala. You don't no, want. No, no, no. Don't go. I don't know. Like, what are the other bad situations? Is Mike Holmgren still head coach in the league somewhere? Let's see if we can hook him up. Because that used to be somebody you could go to. Although Andy Reid is the protege, right? And he was. And you heard in the uh, promo there with DJ and PK. PK yeah. brought it up. What about Zach Wilson to. Uh... And look, what, what needs to happen? Uh, does somebody at BYU need to make a phone call to Andy? Say, hey, just look at my guy. Give him a shot. That could be a situation that could really work out. Something like that will help Zach Wilson's career and might save it. What happened to Steve Young? 
Let's use Steve Young, uh, Steve Young as an example. How did things go for Steve Young in his first couple years in the NFL? In the creamsicle suit? Not yeah, good. An Not absolute, good. It was a dumpster fire. Who did he back up? Like Steve DeBerg or something? Or he, was like, he was in between Steve DeBerg and Vinny Testaverde yeah, oh, yeah. with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it didn't go well. It was ugly. They had a bad coach. Uh, what happens? He gets traded to San Francisco, sits on the bench behind one of the all-time greats and one of the great coaches in NFL history, and it completely changes the course of his career and his life, and he ends up becoming a Hall of Famer and a Super Bowl champion. It's not about when you get picked. It's where you go. And Zach Wilson would have been better off as a 22nd pick than the second pick because it would have meant not going to the New York Jets, which is a trash organization and a trash media market. It might be the biggest media market in the country, but they're awful there. Sharks. Absolute sharks. And Zach was the meat. So uh, wish he, the best he, for the he kid. needs he needs he needs new surroundings. He needs wish a, the best for the kid. He needs everything, but uh, he's got to do his part. But he needs a better situation for him to reach his potential. Did you see that the uh, annual these have become these have become way more fun to read than they've than they. Uh, we never asked about this or cared about it before, but now the NFLPA team report cards. This is great. It's a genius thing to do because it makes teams have to respond. Best team in the NFL this year was who won the Super Bowl? Kansas City, ranked thirty first out it of thirty two. <laughs> ranked thirty first out of thirty two teams when it came to the NFLPA report card. Wow! Now that's by the players. You want to hear how they did? Yeah. Treatment of families D plus. Really? Food and cafeteria C minus. Nutrition and dietitian F. Locker room F. Training room D. Training staff. Imagine being the guy who taped up the ankles for, for, uh, for Travis Kelsey, and you see the training staff got an F, dead last in the league. Weight room C plus. Strength coaches C plus. <laughs> I thought it said strength cookies. That's just where my head's at. Team travel D. This is the best team in the league, by the way. Ownership, ownership F minus. The Hunt family not getting a lot of love. Wow. Head coach, A+. Plus. That's the only category they rank anywhere, even in the top 15. Isn't that crazy? And I have been out to the Chiefs facility. It's it not great. Sucks. Yeah, Yeah, see? Because I've been to others, and it's not even close so to as nice. that starts with the ownership, right? Where the yeah, ownership goes, yeah. mm. But this is awful because... Arrowhead Stadium's kind of a dump, too. Well, this is what's awful about it. Is you have an F minus ownership, you have your 31st out of 32 teams when it comes to the NFLPA, like you know the 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 you know the these are the players by the way saying that their that their facilities are garbage, that their food is garbage, that their treatment of families is a D plus, right? Their head coach A plus, awesome. But what does it show you? Ownership across the league goes well. Look, they have garbage facilities. And they will just won, won themselves a Super Bowl. So what do you need on this list, JJ? You look at all these things, all the bad things. You, uh, they're F's and D's in basically every category. What is the only thing you need then? A head coach. That's it. That's it. Now, it probably helps you also have a pretty decent quarterback. But head coach, that's all they do. They go, look, just get us a head coach. We can have garbage facilities and we'll be fine. We have to dive in on the report card at some uh, other days too. We got... 
Well, tomorrow is that going to work? Let's do a full hour tomorrow. I don't want to talk jazz going into Orlando. I want to talk a full hour of the <laughs> NFLPA report cards. Okay, any guesses on the dead last team? Shouldn't be that hard to guess. Jets. No. No, their facilities are amazing. Are they? Just think of, think of the worst team, but in retrospect now, they got a brand new owner, and things might be on the up and up. Ah, uh, the commandos. Los commanders. There you go. Dead last in the league. Almost F's in every category except for... Is it Daniel Snyder? Well... They're like sandwiches on I game I was going to really ask good. the question, is Daniel Snyder the worst owner in history of sports? And then I corrected myself because Donald Sterling... Donald Sterling... There's showed probably everybody. been even worse, too. So. Showed everybody. Why are there so many bad owners? Listen, I don't know. And that's why you got to count yourself lucky because we have some here that are willing to throw absolute resources at making sure the community loves the team and they get good teams here. Before they're even here yet, by the way, we've got yeah. a be- we've got a better NFL owner over here across the street in uh, in Ryan Smith than the. <laughs> How, how long did. before Ryan Smith brings the NHL or the NFL to Oh, Utah? yeah, let's do it. Come yeah. on, Ryan. Make it happen. Just give me a rendering. A little, little uh, taste. And an NFL give stadium me a rendering. rendering. Somebody pointed out, they go, why are there no mountains in the background of the rendering? We're going to build an NFL stadium in Vineyard. Oh, I think you mean Utah City. Oh, sorry. <laughs> There's room. There's room. There is room. Still? I don't know if they'll pass the soil There's uh, room. tests out there. They built Top Golf out there. It's too late. <laughs> They're gonna have to put. They'll put the stadium That's out there. That's across the street. They'll put the stadium on stilts out there in Utah Lake. Boom. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, the NFL's first floating what stadium. What of you? What of you? All right. Smells nice out here. <laughs> don't tell touch what, the water. Tell me what used to be out here in the lake. You don't want to know. Back to you, Bill. Geneva Stadium. <laughs> Geneva's the worst, the least of their concerns. All right, we'll t- we'll take a break. We'll come back. We got more to go. Stay right here, 975 VKSL Sports Zone. <laughs> Wrapping up the hour with our picks for the best and worst moments on today's show. As JJ and Alex want to hear your best and worst of the day. All right, welcome back. It is JJ and Alex, 97.5 VKSL Sports Zone. Final segment of this hour. Getting you ready for. Boy, we've got a whole week just. We've got a whole week and weekend packed full of fun stuff, all right? And uh, not the least of which is our best and worst right now, which, of course, uh, I do want to mention, though, Def Leppard and their The Summer Stadium Tour 2024 is going to make a stop at the Utah First Credit Union Amphitheater on September 10th. Your tickets are online right now, livenation.com. But uh, I think tomorrow we're giving away tickets, right? All shows, all day? I mean, you put it in front of me, Jeremy. Then maybe so. Let me look. All right, stand by. If not, Jeremy's going to be on the hook for a lot of tickets. Oh, I'm in trouble then, yes. Boom. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, you know you can get those tickets to buy that you fake gave away almost? LiveNation.com. There you go. We do have tickets tomorrow, so Booyah! get ready. There you go. Yeah, man, that's for Def Leppard, dude. That's amazing. All right. Pour some sugar on me. Uh, <laughs> the most, like, oh, pour some sugar on me, I guess. Can, we don't have time now, but next week we'll get into that. I, yeah, we will. What is that? What do the lyrics of that song mean? Mm, I don't want to read any of them. This is a family show. Okay. All right. So... Uh, let's start with the worst. 
worst of the day was also the best because it's the best TV show. I don't know. Maybe it's the second best. I was obsessed with three shows while I was in college. The very beginnings of these shows, too. Well, in this case, it, the, Chappelle, entourage? the Chappelle show. Nope. <laughs> You're not an entourage the, guy? Uh, the Chappelle show for the brief moment that yes. it was uh, it was alive during my college years. I mean, that's a the British office because I'm a hipster like that. Oh, the original? You've never heard of it? Mm. Ricky Gervais, you've never heard of it? The British version's funnier <laughs> than the American version. It's only two seasons long, or two seasons and a special, so yeah. it's not the same. Uh, but Curb Your Enthusiasm. Loved that show. And uh, it is the best show that I don't recommend you let your kids watch. Okay? But uh, the worst of the news is, of course, that Richard Lewis, who was a fixture on that program, a the best friend slash heel to Larry David. In real life as well. Also in real life. Uh, passed away today at the age of 76 after battling Parkinson's disease. Ended up uh, having a heart attack. And Richard Lewis, who's been having a whole host of, of health issues over the past few years, has uh, passed away today. So JJ went into the archives because he and I both shared this love. And so does our producer Jeremy for uh, Kirby Enthusiasm. And because he has the same kind of macabre sense of humor that Larry David does, he found this clip of Richard Lewis on Kirby Enthusiasm. You know, you can sit here, but you can't go to Broadway when I'm selling out show after show for 10 weeks. We have an obligation and balance, okay? Because I don't do anything to invite you to, but you do things to invite me to. I offered you, I offered you opera seats. You mean up there on the side, looking yeah, down? The Mussolini's view. The, the Mussolini view. Yeah, those are good. Oh, I said Mussolini. You said Mussolini. You know, it's it, not it, Mussolini it, like muesli. It's not. No, it's, it's not like, like a cereal. I, compare, I confuse it with Musilex. I take that for my coughs. Now, as a resident of Santa Monica, I want to give everyone in Santa Monica the ability to achieve higher education. You never call me. You always pick the restaurant. What are, you, what are you? Are we married? I don't. I don't understand. Am I dating you? You hate people. Your wardrobe sucks. I do. Sucks. So what? My wardrobe. You're talking about my wardrobe. Yeah, put this wardrobe look, look down. Look at you. I'm one of the best you're dressed the worst, comics I've ever lived. You're the worst dressed person I've ever this seen. Is, you're comparing. I can't this? even look at you. I get depressed. When are you gonna die? <laughs> you just don't will, you, will you please die? That was pure improv by two geniuses. Nobody would laugh at that harder than Richard Lewis. Yes, because Larry David, while he asked that question, while they're filming, when are you going to die? And then he just starts laughing at his own question <laughs> because it was it was obviously because Richard Lewis was at that moment even going through some of his most difficult health yeah. challenges. And Larry David improving that, why would you hex me, right? But Richard Lewis. uh Dead at the age of 76, he'll be missed. Interesting, though, because I think they got, I think that, I mean, all the filming is done for this recent season, right? It's all, yeah. it's a wrap. He's in the final season. It's great. Uh, as it should be. So there you go. Uh, the passing of Richard Lewis. There you go. Taking a break here. We'll come back. Uh, more to go around the corner. Our show is always brought to you by G2G bars, all natural ingredients, no preservatives. The G2G bar is the perfect protein bar. Find it at a, a refrigerated section of the local grocery near you. We will come back. Uh, like I said, more to go around the corner, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Wherever you go, we'll 